The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, if you're on the radio, but you can also get the show wherever you download your fine podcast via our good friends at Podcast One. Thanks again uh, for the platform, guys. Uh, so again, we're talking Burgundy and Gold, Washington football team, big win on Thanksgiving Day. I don't know how much we'll talk about that win because, you know, with the quick turnaround, uh, well, what was going to be a quick turnaround, I guess, uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> and trying to figure out when, the, when they would actually play this game against the Ravens so we can get to the, to the, team, to the uh, Washington football team. And then everything's just kind of crazy because of COVID-19. Yeah. It's crazy. The, the crazy thing is we were wondering when we would get to this point of the season where games are delayed and how it would affect. And I'm surprised that, that the uh, Washington football team actually got to Thanksgiving without anything being affected. But anyway, we'll get into all that. Of course, Kevin's in the virtual studio. Our friend Ryan from Vegas, he's in the virtual studio. You remember him from a few weeks back. We had him on the program. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, guys. Thanks again for having me. Oh, man, the pleasure well, is, is all ours to have you. Yeah, let me explain, though. The reason Ryan is here, he's, uh, he lives in Vegas, but um, he's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan, so we figure that we can get some inside information and pass it along and find out exactly <laughs> what it is we're dealing with. Now, I looked at it yesterday, and you know, it's not going to be easy. I mean, we'll probably win, but, but I don't think it'll be as easy as we thought, right? Oh. <laughs> now, you guys talk a lot of trash back and forth on Twitter. To I mean, it's all friendly, and it's, I mean, it's all good. Uh, so, yeah, let's just jump right ahead into to the uh, uh, Washington football team Pittsburgh uh, matchup coming up on Monday afternoon as it stands now, um, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so, uh, number one, the Steelers undefeated team only undefeated team left in in, in the uh, in in the league ryan before we get to the breakdown of, of the game and what you think is going to happen uh you grew up in pittsburgh is that how you're a pittsburgh fan yeah i grew up in a little town called beaver falls uh the only thing they're famous for is joe namath and, <laughs> and you of course yeah right. yeah and me and, and i moved away <laughs> i moved away 20 years ago right when i was 26 and I mean, I've been a fan all my life. My grand, I watch games with my grandfather, watch games with my dad. I've been to a few games here and there. Um, even after moving away, I've been to the new stadium a few times. So, yeah, I've, 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 you bleed black and gold no matter where you live once you're born there. Okay. Now, now, yeah. talk about this this uh, this undefeated start, like uh, uh, it's, it's from a fan perspective, because we haven't had too much success when it comes to being excited about the way a season has started. <laughs> uh, and, and so, what is it like witnessing your team, you know, winning week after week after week and being the only undefeated team left in in the in the league? It's been pretty cool to watch. Um, I know there's been a few games where it's looked iffy. I think even Dallas kind of gave us a, a tough run. And I'm glad we're not talking about the Dallas-Washington uh, game as I'm a closet Dallas fan from Pittsburgh. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's pretty cool. You know, there's a, few tisk, times tisk. The family, there's a few times where the family wants to give up on the game. They want to walk out of the room. And, you know, you got to keep faith in the team and know that the defense is going to come through. The, you know, ben, Ben's having a year. Whatever they did to his arm, it's bionic this year. 
And uh, he, I think he's throwing the ball too hard because he's got these rookie receivers that, like yesterday, they had eight drop passes. Uh, Ebron had three, and there were, you know, five other ones spread around here and there. Because they did look bad. I know Tomlin yelled at them after the game. He wasn't happy in the uh, press conference afterward. So, but in all honesty, yeah, 11-0. and I, I know people were coming out saying, well, you, you played these quarterbacks that wouldn't even go to a Division three college. Or, you, you know, you played this team and they were missing guys because of COVID. Um, it, it is what it is this year. I'm sure there's going to be an asterisk no matter what. And I did look up a stat for you guys that okay. – if the Steelers win out, which I'm not, you know, obviously nobody's really talking about, but if they win out, Mike Tomlin will be tied with Bill Cowher in all-time wins in one less season. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to get to uh, Tomlin in a minute because I, he, he's got a special sp- uh, place in my heart. But as a fan, with the rescheduling of this game, you know, this game was originally supposed to be on Thanksgiving – and it got bounced around because of the COVID-19 situation, 99.9% of it due to what was happening with the Ravens. How, how did you feel yesterday watching a Wednesday afternoon football game that counted? I mean, you, you know, in the preseason, you can you know, catch a game at any time from any place, but how did you feel? Did it feel like, like a real game to you, or how did you feel as a fan watching that yesterday? Thanks to modern technology, I was able to watch it on an iPad at work, and I'm sitting there at my desk, and every once in a while I'd be screaming at the game like I was at home. Uh, you know, if there was a drop pass, if you know, mm-hmm. if there was a missed penalty call, whatever. Um, but you're right; it, it did seem weird because you know you're planning for the Thursday Thanksgiving night game. You know, you're you're getting all your stuff ready, and then I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday they said, "No, we're not playing. We're going to play on Sunday." And as you guys know, these teams have to be in, in rhythm and everything. The coaches have to say, if we're playing on Thursday, we got to do this on Monday, this on Tuesday, this on Wednesday. Well, then they say, okay, now we're not having the game till Sunday. Now Tomlin has to kind of redo his plan, figure out when to practice, when to give the guys some time off. Then they come out and say, no, the game's now went Tuesday and it's the Wednesday. So in my opinion, watching that game yesterday, it, you know, the Steelers didn't look as bad as they could have looked just based on having to practice and stop practice and practice, stop practice. Mm-hmm. But they also said, you know, the Ravens barely got to practice. So this has definitely been an interesting year. And like you guys have said um, throughout your shows, this probably was expected. Maybe the NFL didn't expect it like it happened. Maybe they could have added an extra bye week later in the year for every team to to kind of, you know, work that into the schedule. But, yeah, yesterday was definitely weird watching the game on a Wednesday afternoon while you're, you know, while I'm sitting at work doing my job and, you know, trying to pay attention. <laughs> of course, you were focused on work primarily, of course, you know, for, for the record, yeah. Yeah. Well, now let me get to the question I have about Tomlin. I'm like I said, I'm a, I'm a Tomlin fan, and and to me, the the team. This is a, a perfect example of the team mirroring the coach because everyone who comes to Pittsburgh, especially on the defense, they have a thing where they I don't they don't play dirty. 
but they come as close as you can come and still play, play clean. You know, if if you have like 13 seconds to hit a guy, they'll hit you up until 12.97, you know. It's just that, like I said, it's not dirty, but it's, 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 it's purpose-driven. And, and uh, do you think that Tomlin gets the credit that he deserves? I, I understand what you were saying about the, about the record, but – but what he does for a player, and 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 do you think that he is 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 on the Mount Rushmore of coaches, or, or why isn't he? And give you reasons he should be there. Well, being of course being a Steeler fan, you watch a lot of games, and you'll see like the Cleveland Browns, Ravens back, especially when they had Ray Lewis and uh, Suggs. You'd see them guys taking extra shots here at the end. And, of course, being a biased Steeler fan, you're sitting there yelling at the screen. So, I don't see what you're seeing, Kevin. I th- you know. But, to me, every team, you know, they go through their struggles, and then the fans say, we need to fire the coach, we need to fire the coach. I've never thought they needed to fire Tomlin. I think, you know, sometimes he's dealing with injuries. Sometimes he's dealing with, you know, what some kind of outside thing. But I would have to put him on – the Mount Rushmore at some point, just because he's never had a losing season. He's been eight and eight twice. I think he's missed the playoffs three or four times, but he's made it to two Super Bowls. One, one or two. Um, he seems one. To- Wait a minute now. Let me- <laughs> Wait a minute. Didn't they beat the Bears? No, 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 no. They beat uh, the Packers. They beat them they quite lost- handily. They lost. Uh, the- I think they lost to the Packers. They beat the Cardinals. Cardinals. But- so, the yeah. Cardinals, yeah, 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 they're fantastic. That was a great game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And as you see, he keeps a lot of core guys. You know, some guys will take a little bit less money just to keep playing for him. He's a tough coach. He gets in your face. Um, he's similar to Cower because I know Cower was, like, you know, really always pumped up and, and getting his guys into it. But I, I'd love to see Tomlin coach another 10 to 20 years in Pittsburgh and even try to pass Chuck Knoll. Gasp, Chuck! No, <laughs> it's like almost like you said, Randolph Scott. You can't say you can't say that name. <laughs> so, Ryan, with this game coming up, uh, you know, and you follow your team, you know, what are some of the keys to to to, to a victory here for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, they definitely got to be um, rested. They, you know, you can't you can't play them because you know, like a four and seventeen because you know they are playing pretty good. I know. Uh, I know the, you know, the quarterback, he's an, it's an amazing story that he came back from that injury, but the defense, they, they got a blitz. They keep blitzing. Um, again, as a biased Steeler fan, and, and you guys can watch for this, TJ Watt gets held on almost every play, if not 75% of the plays, every game, <laughs> there's almost never offensive holding calls. Um, they got a great guy, uh, Hilton. He's coming back off injury the last couple games. He's an amazing blitzer uh, and he, from, from the back end. So I think Ben just has to be smart with the ball. I know he actually threw an interception yesterday in the end zone when they were in the red zone. And it was just a bad mistake. It's, it's something he hasn't done almost all year. So they, I think they need to establish the running game. But these rookie wide receivers, one guy will step up this game and then he gets double teams. So then they open up another guy or two for – uh, for, you know, the next game. So I'd love to see Ben throw for 300, 350, maybe get, you know, 
uh, some good rushing yards out of uh, our two backs that are backing up Connor because Connor's probably going to be out with COVID. Right. Uh, he tested positive, so. Hey, didn't uh, the Steelers lose one of their pass rushers in the game yesterday? I forget his name. Um, so Bud Dupree, yeah. He, they, yeah, he, Dupree. He, he tore his ACL, and, and, man, when he did it, you could see him on the field just beating on the field. He was mm. – he's – him and Watt together this year have, have had the most sacks as a, as a combo. So, Did I hear that that, that um, Tomlin called uh, Watt's mother and see to see if there were any more Watts laying around the house that they could use? Because they got two. He said if he could get a couple more, they'd probably be guaranteed an undefeated season. Well, that's that's. I'm glad you asked that because this. I'm glad <laughs> this is a nationally known podcast, and I'm going to start the rumor that JJ Watt is not happy in Houston anymore and he wants to go to Pittsburgh and play with both of his brothers I think Claude I think there's a law against that I'm not sure if not (laughs) (laughs) yeah There will be soon. On the other. <laughs> but um, there was a rumor floating around today, a, 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 a more of a rumor than, uh, or, or less of a rumor, but James Harrison was back in town. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Doing what? No. <laughs> no, just, just making himself available. Here I am, coach. I think he was Christmas shopping for Kevin, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, maybe, well, uh, good thing he started early. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I don't want to dominate this, but, but Pittsburgh fascinates me because the thing about Big Ben is you always heard, like, because he was so big and strong that he, he'd stay in the pocket and just hang there and wait for his receivers to get open. That's why guys like Antonio Brown uh, would always get open deep because Ben would stand there. Ben's not playing that no more. If you watch him yesterday, he would take like three step drops and let it go. Get that ball out of his hands, <laughs> you know? yeah. And yeah, yeah. He gets the ball off his hands quickly, and the defense doesn't have time to re- to react. And and I, I just he just seems well. Number one, he's healthy, like you said, the surgery, whatever it was, whatever they took out or added, it apparently worked. But he's just <laughs> he's playing with a sharpness that I haven't seen him play before. And. And I'm, I'm excited for this game, right? I mean, you know, we'll, it's a shame we had to ruin your undefeated season, but I'm, I'm excited for what's going to happen <laughs> come Monday afternoon, whatever it is, Tuesday morning, whatever time they're playing, whatever it is. Yeah, I'll be watching that at work as well. <laughs> I hope you're not an airline pilot. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. No, I've got a machine, so I make sure that somebody's taking your money from you. Okay, all right. <laughs> nice. Now, Ryan, for anyone listening to the show and they want to follow you and your little and your bouts with uh, Kevin, how can they find you on Twitter? What's your handle? Um, I'm at RTPOPS. We'll make sure that we yes, put that Twitter handle in the description <laughs> of the show, too. That'll be fun. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us on the Federal Football Report, man. It's fun, always. All right. Uh, I'll come back anytime you want. If the, if the Washington Ball team wins, we'll have you back next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> if. That's, that's a big if. Yeah, thanks again to Ryan for joining us and giving us the lowdown on uh, the Pittsburgh game. It's it's going to be weird, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know, we're still in it, right? <laughs> we're yeah, still with, in I mean, it. with four wins, I mean, that's listen, with, with four wins, the division is still, you know, with, within reach uh, for all the teams in the division. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a year where, uh, you know, the division uh, might be one with the team with six wins. I mean, it, 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 that's like the likely scenario is the division winner will have six 
or seven wins. You're not getting eight out of this out of anybody in the NFC. No, 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 no. Unless there's like a like unless people forfeit and like they're in quarantine and can't leave their facilities, right? But who knows? Who, who knows? Right? So they start getting these shots out here. Who knows? Who knows? Hey, we're gonna uh, jump uh, subjects a little bit because mm-hmm. there was a blockbuster trade in our area um, late last night, early this mm-hmm. morning. Uh, for uh, former number one, number one overall pick, John Wall was traded from our Washington Wizards, mm-hmm. along with a future conditional first round pick for uh, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And let me, uh, yeah, I'm gonna hold my comments. I want to see how you feel. I haven't had a chance to talk to you since then. What, yeah, what do you so, think about this? So, so he, he, here, here's where I am. I couldn't be more excited about this. I couldn't be more excited to have Russ here in DC. Number one, when the Wizards drafted John Wall, I couldn't have been more excited. I could, I, I mean, I love John Wall in Kentucky. I thought he was going to come in. And I, and I think he, he, look, his 10 years here, to me, were a little disappointing, but he played well. I mean, he gave us, he gave us a good 10 years. But I think the team reached what they could reach with him. I think that he's he, he done all he could do. Uh, the contract was bad. He's, he hadn't played in a year and a half, two years. Um, and I just think he re- he reached his level. There's a lot of talk from people saying that you're basically getting the same player, and they're like, no, they're not the same. They're interchangeable. No, they're not. One guy potentially could be in the Hall of Fame. The other one is in the D.C. Hall of Really Good for the City. I mean, <laughs> by the way, John Wall has done a lot, not not just on the court. I mean, off the court. Listen, his big moments was in a game six to get out to, to not even in the Eastern Conference Finals. It was a game six to push a seventh game to which they lost to Boston. And I thought that they would win that series. But my point is, is that that we now have here there's two big things with the with the with the Russ, Russ coming to DC. Number one, we now have a, a legitimate bona fide superstar player on the team. You know, a legitimate bona fide superstar top tier player in the league. Okay. Number one. And number two, that might actually help to get other folks here. You know what I mean? And, well, he's, all this criticism, it's the same player. No, it's not, number one. Number two, well, he's kind of a ball hog. And John Wall wasn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, and and and, and Russ has played, he's played with players um, of a higher caliber than Bradley Bill. And so he knows how to share the ball, how to get guys open. I'll tell you what, I like his fire. You never have to, you never have to guess about his passion. You never have to guess about his energy. He's always trying. And that's stuff that we weren't sure about John Wall and other players on this team, whether they were trying all the time or whether they were playing with the right energy or whether they even cared one way or the other. This dude cares. And if these players on this team, Rui Hachimura, Bertans, Bill, they can come half step and pussyfoot and if they want to, Russ ain't having that. He's not having it. <laughs> and they're gonna and they're gonna have a rude awakening if they come here and if, if, if they think that it's not a new day with this boy in, in town. This is so funny, man. You can oh, just sorry, rewind one, 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 what you I'm just sorry, said. One, one, one more thing though. I just need oh, Russ yeah. to make sure that he's still that he still, you know, hands out thousands of meals to, to families in Southeast the way that John Wall was doing. I, 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 come come to the city. We want to introduce you to go-go music and mumbo sauce. But you got to make sure that you feed that you feed some of these families and do the charitable the charitable work that John was doing as well. I believe that Russ is into that. I, I believe from Oklahoma City, and I have my contacts in Houston. I will check into that. But I was just about to say everything that you just said. Oh, okay, <laughs> every well, we single thing. <laughs> I am so excited about this. I cannot remember 
being this excited. Now, when Wall came to town, the number one I've seen in my career, two number one, number ones overall. I've seen Kwame Brown. Well, <laughs> I've seen John. So, so seeing Kwame Brown tempered my expectations with John. I said, hope oh, probably breaks a little bit. Let's see what's happening. I was excited. I know that that's the caliber of player that he was. Uh, I was concerned that he was as young as he was because, I mean, he wasn't Tony Parker. Now, Tony Parker played pro ball at 19, right? You know, he was playing. He was playing. And, and, and John, he gave it his all. And like you said so so eloquently, um, he, he got about as good as he was going to get. The Wizards got about as good as they were going to get with I think John. Anita, I think Anita Baker said it better. Giving you the best that I got. And that's what he did. He gave us the best that's that what he had. did. He gave them. And, um, you know, uh, as, as the nation knows, we worked some of those Wizards broadcasts. And, you know, Dave Johnson was giving it his all. And it was it was some exciting times, right? Mm-hmm. And and it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We had to cut a lot of highlights because John was doing all kinds of things, right? <laughs> but, but Wes is a different level of I mean, West guy. Westbrook mm-hmm. uh, 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 Russell is going to come in here and like you said look I'm going to run <laughs> you all can come Listen. with me if you want to I don't know what I mean maybe he has who isn't a diva in the NBA? <laughs> Who is not I a want, diva? I want listen, you know, when 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 Russ took it personal that Durant left and he had that chip on his shoulder and he was playing with it all season long. I mean, that was the kind of fire and passion. I'm like, we need something like that here. And now and now it's here because he cares. He's a winner. He's not going to put up with losing streaks, you know, 10 out of the last 13 games. He ain't putting up with that. This team, for the first time, me and my eight-year-old son, we were talking about this when I picked him up from um, uh, school today. And and we were talking about on the way home. And for the first time in my life, since Michael Jordan had his little second act here in in Washington, for the first time, I felt like going online and purchasing a Wizards jersey <laughs> with with Westbrook on the back for me and for him. And 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 I've never wanted to do that outside when Jordan was here. That's the only time I, I purchased the jersey from the team. Uh, That's and, exciting, and I want to do. I mean, I'm excited that Westbrook is here. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I'm excited, and you know, whatever personality conflicts he had, he may be a diva, but he's a diva that'll give you 10 and 20. <laughs> you know, well, he's a diva that will rebound. And see, and, and that's the thing, like, he'll do whatever it takes to win. He's always got his effort. But also, you know, if he could carry Oklahoma City when he, when he was there, basically by himself after Durant left to the playoffs, like, in the West... He can he we, we, there's no reason why the Wizards can't make the playoffs because he has more talent on this team than he had at OKC after Durant had left. And so to me, there's no reason why he couldn't carry this team to the playoffs. This is the listen, this should be an automatic kind of like play. If the if now if the Wizards don't make the playoffs this year, they're cursed. I mean, they're just cursed. <laughs> if Russ can't get them, well, they're cursed. I, I don't believe in curses. I believe that he's gonna bring everybody up. Because look, if you're the backup. If you're the backup to Russ, you're going to have to contribute. You're going to have to practice hard or, yep. or Russ is going to torture you. Yep. Right? He's going to embarrass some folks, right? And not like getting in your face embarrassing you. He'll be out there and say, well, Russ is running. How come the whole team isn't running? Exactly. And they're young, too. They're mm-hmm. young. They got fresh legs. They got they got guys who can shoot from the outside yep. and like birth yep. hands, right? You know, they got Thomas Bryant, who seems like he wants to pound a little bit. Brewery mm-hmm. rebounds. He's not afraid. The moment's not too big for him. I'm very excited about what's going to happen. We might have to change the name of the show to the Federal Basketball Report. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, and here's the thing, too, that you can't discount it. And it's this thing that's like intangible. When you talk about teams needing to learn how to win, 
now you've got a bona fide winner who who's won before. I mean, he hasn't won the big one, obviously, but he's won before. You know, he's and, and so you, you're like, all right, he can he can help these guys like Bill. Uh, he can help these guys like Rui. He can help, you know, Bryant. Uh, and I love Thomas Bryant. And he, Bertrand, he can help this young team learn, okay, this is how you grind it out to win. This is how you play on nights when your shot's not falling. Here's how you create your own shots. Um, and he can do that, you know? And so, I'm listen, I'm looking forward to it. I'm already, I, I'm al- already um, you know, looking forward to the basketball season. I mean, we're just a few days away, and I can't wait. I can't wait for this team to get started. I'm ready right now. <laughs> I'm ready right now. <laughs> Well, we have to see if we can get our boy Dave Johnson on a little bit. Let him, you know, that he's fired up. I know he loved John, right? Mm-hmm. But he loves the Wizards. He's he's heart and soul of uh, the Wizards. But oh, you know what? Let's give him a call. <laughs> Let's see what we can get yeah, and talk sure. to Dave and see about what's happening, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot David text and see if we not can... not now, but uh... <laughs> yeah, well, obviously not now on the show. But anyway, yeah, we got Ryan. We can't. We can't. You know, he found out other Ryan's on the on the air. He, Dave said, "No, I, I can't compete with that." Right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of competing, Kevin, uh, Washington football team, Pittsburgh Steelers, coming up on Monday. Uh, at least that's the that's that's when it's supposed to be going down. As far as we know, right now. Um, uh, what are your thoughts on the game? What's, what does the team have to do to, to get a W to give uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers that first loss? I, I think that what they have to do is they have to come right at Pittsburgh. They they can't they can't toy around with the pretty stuff, the cute stuff, because as I was saying earlier, Pittsburgh doesn't care. Like I said, they, they are just so. I don't even want to say intimidating, but that's intensity, I guess, is the word. Because, you know, every time you touch the ball, at least three Steelers are going to hit you. You know, and don't mm-hmm. think, and, and don't, and, and, and you know what? They had that same intensity on offense, and it mm-hmm. comes from the coach. What other organization can you think of that can lose uh, an Antonio Brown, an Antonio Brown, and they can uh, and lose, and I just skipped uh, uh, Le- uh, Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. You know, get all, all pro guys, right? And just plug in another piece, right? You know, you just plug in Juju, right? You know, plug mm-hmm. in Connor, right? And keep going. And I think uh, uh, I think it's because of the coach, man. I think he just doesn't care. Right, <laughs> you know, right. he said, I'm on a mission. We want to win. This is how we do it. Whatever else happens, I don't care. <laughs> COVID, I don't care. Injuries, I don't care, right? And the team develops that attitude, man. They're a... They're, um, uh, a truly a, a, a historic franchise, a storied franchise, and it's going to feel good to beat them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell, you, I tell you what, here's what it's going to take for the football team. Like, you know, it's, it's, this, it, it's, it's, this may sound weird, but here's what it's going to take. It's not anything that you can draw up on a chalkboard. It's, it, 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 this isn't going to be an X and O thing to try to get this win. It is literally going to be a mindset. And like Doc Walker said, it's about heart and manhood here. This is what yeah. this game is. I mean, they don't have to come out and be ready to play physical every single play for four quarters. Like, you cannot th- – these these dogs up front, we always talk about all the number one draft picks on that defensive line. You have to play like a number – like a, like a, like a first-round draft pick every single down that you're on the, on, on the field. You're the strength of the team. You're going to have to play like it. On offense, you cannot make mistakes. You cannot miss a blocking assignment. You cannot turn the ball over. Like, these – I mean, just – fundamentals and heart. You got to be prepared to play every single play four downs. And it's going to be physical, a physical game. It's not going to be any finesse out there. It's going to be physical. And, and, and so it isn't X's and O's, you know, um, it's like we had talked about before, Kevin, you know, sometimes you can out scheme yourself and you can come yeah. up with this and that and this and that when really yeah. just throw the ball, catch it, 
run the ball, hold on to it, lock the man in front of you. You know what I mean? And so forget schemes. You're going to have to come out and play football against this team. And if they come out and play solid football um, uh, and stick to what they do, I think they can establish some stuff with the run with Gibson. You talked about it two weeks ago and they finally listened to you. He can be in every down back. Establish that run. Uh, you, you know, if you've got to dink and duck a little bit on offense with Alex Smith, that's fine. Play sound defense, and that's the kind of game you—that's the kind of game that you'll have to play in order to, to win this one. Well, one thing for sure, we'll know where we stand after this game on Monday evening or Tuesday morning, whatever it is, whatever <laughs> they decide to play it. We're gonna <laughs> whatever. Wouldn't it be funny if you just wake up one morning and say, "Oh, t- we played last night at midnight. We've got to tell you all right." It didn't matter because <laughs> there were no fans there anyway, right? Right. It didn't matter because they were the fans. <laughs> They should do that. I mean, what difference does it make, right? What difference they got some inflatable dolls in the stands anyway, right? You know, so what difference does it make? Fake fans. They may have fake officials, right? You know, they have somebody like uh, Jimmy Kimmel doing the play-by-play or whatever, right? You know, so, yeah. But hopefully it won't be like that. Hopefully we'll have a chance to check it out for, yeah, we'll for Ryan's see. sake, right? Well, we well, we, well, rhymes at work. <laughs> exactly. We can guess and estimate all what's going to happen. But one thing we know for sure is that we'll be back next week to break this thing down beyond levels of scientific uh, research. And we will, uh, I think by next week when we speak, we might, no, no, this, this month, later, later on this month, the NBA starts. And so we'll probably have some more Russell Westbrook news. Um, just even if it's just expressing how excited we are again <laughs> that he's here. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. No offense to John Wall. I love John Wall. I was excited that he was here. But, I mean, he did what he did now. You know, it's time to move on. Rust time. It's rust time. And it's time for us to go on the Federal Football Report, guys. Again, thanks to Ryan. Uh, For Kevin Stanfield, I'm Claude Jennings. And we'll catch up next week.